Hello there and welcome to my podcast, Isla Speaks. If you're still feeling stressed out, sad and lonely because of the COVID-19 pandemic, you're not alone. We're all feeling the effects of the many weeks of social isolation. That was a real trying period. Even now, a certain age group are advised to stay isolated as much as possible, especially those with underlying health issues. Now, there is this era of physical distancing and making sure one gets used to adhering to all the precautions advised. Getting used to wearing of masks is another slightly stressful situation that just needs to be obeyed for one's own safety and those around. Isolation can have lasting negative effects on your mental health, but there is good news. It's now easier than ever to stay connected with people who care about you, even though you can't meet them one-on-one. Today, I want to talk about the state of loneliness. Loneliness is a common human feeling that is both complex and irreplaceable to each individual. Because it has no single common cause, the prevention and treatment of this potentially damaging state of mind can vary dramatically. But the one thing is this, loneliness is not a feeling, but rather an experience that has emotional and cognitive dimensions. Loneliness is painful and distressing, and consequently, we do not choose or enjoy being lonely. It is actually a subjective experience influenced by one's personality, history, and situational uh, variables. So let's talk about the effects of isolation. Even before COVID-19, a lot of people experience loneliness due to various reasons, but Definitely, more people went through the experience of loneliness because of the pandemic. And it's well proven that loneliness can have a major impact on mental health. It adds to depression, anxiety, and stress, and can interfere with your ability to get a good night's sleep, which is very, very critical. Loneliness can also be attributed to inner factors such as low self-esteem and low self-confidence. People who lack self-assurance in themselves often believe that they are undeserving of the attention or regard of other people, which can lead to even more isolation and chronic loneliness. What's more, loneliness can even affect your physical health. To put things in perspective, Studies have shown that feeling isolated is just as harmful to your physical health as smoking about 15 cigarettes every day. It affects the human body twice as much as obesity does, putting you at a higher risk for health complications like heart disease and stroke. Those are all scary statistics, especially on top of the health crisis we're facing all over the world. The important thing to remember is that you're not alone. Everyone is thinking the same thoughts that you are, feeling the same worries, anxiety and fear, albeit on different degrees. We're all in this together and by sticking together, we'll all make it through. Some contributive factors during this period that has changed all that we know may include, but not limited to the following experiencing a bereavement, and there were quite a lot, going through a relationship breakup. There was a lot, a lot of uh, issues that came up. 
those relationships that had problems before, it became exacerbated during the lockdown. And some could not actually get out of it. They ended up breaking up and some are going through counseling, retiring and losing the social contact you had at work. Changing jobs and feeling isolated from your co-workers, working from home, studying from home, especially children who like to romp around, single people, both young and matured singles, single parents whose nest has become empty. It's important to take care of your mental health when you're feeling socially isolated and lonely. So here are some tips that I'll share with you to help to combat loneliness. Number one. I want you to know that you are not alone in this. Humans are a social species. That is why we have found so many ways to stay in touch, even during social distancing. There's video chatting of different levels, and it has taken off even more in the last few months. So let's talk about some ways you can spend time with people over the internet. Weekly lunch dates with friends. There are so many platforms that you can use. I use particularly um, Zoom, you know, without uh, giving them any advertise, uh, advertising. You can have games like Trivia and Scrabble, Saturday evening chat amongst friends. You can have happy hour on Fridays, get friends involved who know uh, you and you may get connected with someone else. It's not only meeting physically, that is the way. Streaming yoga and other fitness classes. It's, there's so many online. If you don't know where to start with video chatting, just pick up the phone. Call someone to catch up with, especially elderly relatives who can be prone to loneliness. No matter how you choose to stay connected, hearing voices and seeing faces can really help you feel more connected, even if you don't see your loved ones in person. If talking to people makes you break out in cold sweats because you are thinking, what will I say? It's not unusual, actually. Loneliness has a way of making social interaction seem pointing. So what you should do is write out daily affirmations, positive statements that can help you overcome this feeling of inadequacy, i.e., I'm interested. I have things to offer. I'm not afraid of rejection, and so on will go a long way to boost your confidence. Number two, stay connected with yourself. Another great way to stay connected happens to be great for your health in other ways too. Whilst we practice social distancing, there are outings that can be achieved. Find ways to exercise. It's not so much about exercise as it is about getting in touch with your sensory system. What you're trying to do is engage your body and engage your mind out of the loneliness. Light exercises can be found online, as I said, unless you want high impact ones. Even that too can be found online. Go walking. If you are in an estate, get a friend and take a walk. You can walk down your streets from different angles to keep your mind stimulated and your feet busy. As you're walking, Notice people, other people walking, cars going by, people just sitting on the side of the road, the houses. Just by witnessing all the life that's happening around you can make you feel connected to your neighborhood and the people living nearby. Take yoga exercises. This helps to calm every area of your body whilst keeping you energized internally. 
decongest your space and mind. Clutter saps energy. Also, what you don't need, dispose of. What you can't do anything about, find ways to accommodate it. Number three, try giving back. You can help your community. Caregivers and patients facing COVID-19 need resources like face masks and food continuously. If you can social distance, then visit a homeless shelter or a nursing home and offer your services. Be part of the solution at this point in time. We're all in this together. And then, of course, consider going to therapy. Even if you are doubtful of therapy, it has its values. It can be helpful for loneliness simply because we are being heard and valued. Sometimes it's just about somebody listening to you. You don't want somebody that you know, somebody who can judge you, somebody who would say to you, you know, snap out of it and all of that. You just need somebody experienced and professional who can listen to you and probably, you know, drop in some one or two advice as to how to combat whatever it is that you are going to. Number five, remember loneliness is temporary. Even if you are feeling lonely now, that doesn't mean you'll always feel lonely or you'll never find a community that nourishes. You are the architect of your future. You get to go out and make new bonds. So, choose to thrive and I wish you all the best. You can go to my website www.lilasimatthewdaniel.com slash ljsmglinks and you'll find some resources that will help you in whatever area that you wish to. Till next time, bye-bye.